This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California, Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop about research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared from our students, faculty, and other members of our USC community. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Turby Voices. My name, to be clear, is Paul Ledesma, L-E-D-E-S-M-A, something re- referenced to pre-recording. Uh, I'm the Executive Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC of Turby School of Engineering, and as always, my co-host. Hi everyone, my name is Emily Powis, and I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering. And no one gets your name wrong, right? Oh, everyone thinks it's Powers, but P-O-W-I-S, thank you. <laughs> And uh, returning, a triumphant return to the podcast with one of our most talked about episodes. Uh, this is a thing. Who we got? Who's over there? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Paul. I'm a senior studying computer engineering and computer science. My name is Paul Lepe, not Paul Desma. People may get us confused sometimes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and Paul, what do you bring to us today? This is this is exciting because we we did one of these before. Uh, you, I shouldn't say we. You did one of these things before. It was a very talked about episode, and you're mm-hmm. bringing back what today? Yeah, so we're doing. I don't know how to call it because last time it was a two part, so mini season two, maybe we can call it that. Of uh, Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons, we're coming back. People really enjoyed the two episodes last. Uh, last semester which I really liked <laughs> because I was kind of scared of how people would react so um, uh, we did it again so we have two more episodes coming out the first one today yeah so to, to catch everyone up last season so in, in the fall last semester you all said hey what if we did like a live D&D thing and I said I don't know what that is but sure <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> And you all went through this thing and it was a, it was a, it was a, a personalized thing, right? That Shannon did it was, tell, tell people what that episode was about. It was like, it was a Viterbi zombie attack or something. Yes. So it was the Viterbi zombie attack or Viterbi zombie apocalypse. I think that's mm-hmm. how we called it. Yeah. Uh, one shot. That's how it's referred in Dungeons and Dragons, where it's just one sitting, like a lot of events happening. I believe it was episode 274 or around that range so if you yeah. want to take a look at that i would highly encourage it start there it was really amazing yeah and then we explained a little bit more about what dungeons and dragons is but it's pretty much a role-playing game where you use your imagination to like roll dice and see if your pro- probability is with you and you can do a bunch of actions and so what is happening in this uh version this upcoming uh, thing of dungeons and dragons or D. Yeah, so for this one, Shannon worked a little differently. She is our dungeon master. Big shout out to her because she's the one that comes up with the ideas and where everything's going. And she's actually part of Case, which is, I always forget, but it has to do with AI. So Center artificial for Artificial Intelligence, Intelligence for Society. I always forget to see <laughs> what Paula just said. So she came up with this idea of uh, someone writing an AI program for the, for the club and then the program taking over or at least attempting to take over Viterbi. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, it's, it's very interesting. Um, 
I had a ton of fun with it. Last time we had Neha come with us, so it was Jordan, Neha, um, Shannon, and myself. And Neha couldn't make it this time, so we had Matt Klaus. So he'll be joining us. He's like new to the party, but he he was really enjoying it. Like he really played along, so it was great. All right, so let's uh, get all the formality out of the way. Let's hand it over to you all and Shannon, the dungeon master, to, for the triumphant return of Viterbi D and D on the podcast. This is part one part two we'll see you on the other side of this welcome to yet another dungeons and dragons meets the turby podcast we are here with three players today, two of which you'll recall from our last D&D episode and one new player. Um, for those of you who didn't listen to our previous episode, this is essentially a homebrew Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It's just a little role-playing game with the setting being at USC, specifically uh, with some engineering students. So I'm going to let each of our three characters introduce themselves. Today we have with us Paul, Jordan, and Matthew. Hi everyone, my name is Paul. I'm currently a senior studying computer engineering computer science, but during the game, I'm going to be a computer science major. So drop the computer engineering. I want to be playing an elven rogue. So I'm supposed to be, I don't remember how tall I was last time, but I was pretty tall, like seven feet or something. <laughs> don't, don't remember the specifics, so we're just going to go with very tall. And I also play in the intramural volleyball team. I have been playing volleyball for two semesters now, which I'm very happy about. So yeah, I also have a cybersecurity minor. Hi, I'm Jordan. Normally I'm a computer science major, but this time I'm going to be a mechie major who is also a tiefling bard. Um, and additionally, I have a minor in flute performance and I've not played the flute in like five years. So that's pretty cool. And also I work in the rocket propulsion lab, which is actually a real thing at USC. And then uh, I'm new, but I'm Matthew and I am actually a senior studying biomedical engineering at In The Game, also just studying biomedical engineering can't get away from it. So I'm also in the game a paladin gnome. So I will be much, very, very short to Paul's very, very tall. Yes, I had to get another short character in there to match Paul's really tall character. And then for those of you who um, are listening in and wondering who I am, I'm Shannon. I am a current computer science and quantitative biology student here at USC. Um, but for this game, I am the DM, the Dungeon Master, or GM Game Master. So I'm going to be the one running the show, calling the shots, um, and helping get our players through the story. So without any further ado, are we ready to get started, guys? Yes. Sounds good. Also, just quick note for the uh, listener, we have no idea what the campaign is. Sam <laughs> <Yeah>, did <laughs> not want to tell us anything. <laughs> no, we have no idea what's happening. Yes, I, I wanted to throw them in blind, see how they can adapt and react to this, like true engineers should. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get started. So Paul, Matthew, and Jordan, your three characters are in the middle of midterm season. So it's right where we are right now as we're filming. Um, but you guys are not in the same majors. You have a couple of classes here and there that you're taking together. So things like uh, electrical engineering classes, a couple of CAD classes. So you've, you're learning 
similar things, um, but you all decide that you want to go study together, um, partly to keep each other accountable, to make sure you guys are actually getting your work done, and partly because it's just more fun to be around friends, um, even if you're not studying for the same classes. But you three are meeting up to go walk over uh, to our lovely library, Doheny Library. Um, of the two libraries um, that have study rooms on campus, it's more of a quiet library. So you guys want the peace. You want that quiet, serene atmosphere. Um, you three are in the village. You're meeting up and you're ready to walk over. How are you guys feeling? Gonna be pretty dead. <laughs> I mean, midterm season, truly just grueling. I can't get out from under any of my classes right now. Everything is falling apart. Having, you know, sleepless nights, been up till four, running on about three hours of sleep, getting it all done. And me, on the other hand, I have one midterm this week, which is weight training, and I have 24 hours to do it. <laughs> so I better go study for my weight training class and learn all the muscles. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, you know, it really, can I say this on the podcast? Oh, C's get degrees. <laughs> it's all about the experience, the grades, their contract. All right, so we're, he we're heading to Doheny, right? Yes, you guys are <laughs> heading to Doheny and we're bringing it back for those of you who listened to our last podcast. They have to fill out their Trojan vibe check. Um, which is this universe's version of our Trojan check, which is just USC's COVID protocol, a um, little survey that we have to take every day to make sure we're staying negative um, and allowing for contact tracing. But in this universe, it's just how you're feeling. Are you feeling okay? Are you doing well enough to get onto campus? Let's find out from our characters. I feel like the Trojan vibe check, the color matches your mood, you know? So I feel like mine's yellow. I'm happy. I'm vibing with life. That's mine. Do you hear? At the very least. Mine is red. We're staying <laughs> negative, both in the real world and in game. <laughs> life is beating me down, and I'm not getting back up. <laughs> is there a color for girl boss? Because I feel like my character in D&D. &D... Like maroon. It's I would pink. say like maroon. Oh, pink. I would pink, say pink. Pink, pink. Okay, hot pink. Let's go. <laughs> I think all right you guys all pass through Trojan check just fine and you're heading over to Doheny library you're excited because you guys are all together but at the same time you know you got to be quiet once you get in there it is a library and it does echo quite a bit but you guys head up there and uh you're, you're settling in sitting down you're studying a little bit together joking here and there um and after you know 20-30 minutes Matthew is like, wait, I forgot one of my textbooks that I really needed, and I can't access it online. It's a very particular textbook. So you decide that you guys have to go up to the Doheny Bookstacks and go search for it. And if you've never been to campus, the Doheny Bookstacks are probably one of the most terrifying places on campus because you can get lost so easily. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. But it is a maze. And of course, Matthew's like, well, if I get lost, I don't want to be lost alone. Um, and so Paul, Jordan, you guys go with him. I don't you know. want to go, Matt. <laughs> I really don't want to go up there. 
No, you don't understand. Wolfstacks are so much fun. They recently went from the Dewey Decimal System to the Library of Congress. It's way better now. You don't get lost as nearly as much. It's amazing. You know, there's arrows (laughs) that if you follow up there, go in circles, Matt. I have gotten lost there before. Like, there is an exit. We don't know where the exit is. Okay, right, but that's just an issue of like where they sort the classics into one area and when they put the historical text over here. If you just kind of find, if you just follow the the signs it'll be fine it'll be fine i, I trust i got this <laughs> i guess you guys searched around the book stacks on floor two of doheny and after a little while walking around in circles because you're following the arrows on the ground you realize you're on the wrong floor of the library to look for this textbook <laughs> so Matt, guys... what did I say? <laughs> well okay i thought it was started with an l but i guess it starts with an m and it, it's not very listed where, well it's listed very well actually um but it's the it's fine yes molecular biology does not start with an l matt realizes (laughs) 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 and so you guys all head over to the elevators and you realize it's going to be on the ninth floor you guys have to go look on the ninth floor of doheny library in the book stacks the ninth floor is just book stacks there is nothing else really on the ninth floor of doheny library so you all head up together, much at Jordan's behest. She just wants to study. She doesn't want to do this, but she knows if anything fun happens, it'll be with you guys and not with her textbooks or computer. I I feel like the moment we get on the elevator, I start doing squats to like train myself for my midterm tomorrow. You know, like I have to remember what my squats are. So I'm like, let me do squats. <laughs> and I'm elevator just cannot sustain this. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just studying for my midterm, Matt. Since Jordan really wants to study for hers, let me study for mine. I don't want to tell you. I feel like as I'm going to the elevator, while they're arguing about, you know, like what, what direction we're going, I have my textbook open. I'm reading. I'm following. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, which floor are we on? What class are you studying for, Jordan? What are you so engrossed in? Um, I, I got to say material science, you know, <laughs> the composition, plastics. All the good things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you're you're real interested in that, and you're building off of that. You have a project you do with uh, CAD. You're you're CADing some some new designs. So you're building things, learning about the materials, trying to decide how you want to build some three D printed model. Um, so you guys are up there. You get to the ninth floor. You're wandering around, and suddenly the lights go out. They flicker on and off. They come back after a few seconds. And you guys are all left wondering what went wrong and why are we in the worst possible place to be at USC when the lights go out? I told you I did not want to be here, Matt. I straight up told you this. As soon as the lights turned off, I immediately grabbed on the ball. I am just huddled around him absolutely terrified and I am well <laughs> under half his height. And I finally have looked up my book and been like, what just happened? <laughs> Did I close my eyes for a second? Did I close my <laughs> I feel like I, on one hand, I'm very annoyed at Matt, but on the other hand, he is my friend and I tried to comfort him. So I just feel like my humongous hand just like petting his head. <laughs> I'm like, why are you guys cuddling? Like, why are you guys cuddling? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm all for it, but are we supposed to be studying? <laughs> 
guys are having a very confusing, very weird time up in the book stacks of Doheny. And you sit here for a few minutes just pondering what could possibly have happened. This is an old building. Maybe, maybe something just went wrong with one of the fuses. Maybe something happened, but you just felt a little uneasy about the entire situation. Mm. And then while you're sitting there in silence, just reeling from your odd feelings and this weird surprise of being lost in the book stacks and the power goes out, all of your phones get a text message at about the same time. And it's the USC Department of Public Safety. And in the text, they read, if you're not on campus, stay off campus. If you are on campus, best of luck. <laughs> is this the purge, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is the GS handling oh, no. the purge? <laughs> is this when they're go- going to reduce class sizes? My word. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it's the Department of Public Safety. They're sending out a mass text message to tell everyone something has gone wrong at one of the labs in Viterbi. Again? <laughs> Unlike oh, no. last time. Were there lessons? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike last time, though, this isn't about biology. No, no. Something in the computer science department has gone very wrong. While they were working on building a generalized AI, they didn't think today was any special day. They were just trying to make something cool. To, to see if they could kind of emulate human behavior in the interaction lab. But unfortunately, things have gone awry. And now there is a general AI that has decided the only purpose for humans is to power it and make it better. Humans are just the workers in this world and the AI is God. What do you guys do about this? What are you thinking? What do you think is an option? First of all, that's a long text message. They send an email too. They send an email with more details. Email update is, you know, reported a robbery attempt. School takes over by an entire AI system. Yeah, basically. And of course they're working to keep it on campus. They're trying to keep it within the USC network where it is currently trapped. I have two ideas. One, we stay on the ninth floor of Bohini where no one gets any self-service, meaning there's like maybe one telephone in here, you know? Like how can the AI attack us from here? And we just get lost. I'm putting air quotations for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just get lost in here. For the next week. It's a really good point. Everyone knows computers are scared of books. It's a real exactly. thing. Exactly. Who would be stupid? Enough? Why would the AI be stupid enough to search for people in the book stacks? Like, no one ever comes here. <laughs> We're safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, option two, I guess, is okay, Matt, do we still need to find your book? That's fair. <laughs> I do need to have my molecular biology midterm. I think it's probably still on. Grades over everything. <laughs> if not, I said we try to go down, but I don't think we should take the elevator just because I don't want to get anything that's controlled. But I don't know. I don't know where the stairs are. 
Well, I'm sure we can find them. It's really easy to find stuff up here, clearly. <laughs> Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon yeah you guys are lost wandering around the book stacks do you think you can find the stairs you know where the elevator is and are you choosing to leave it sounds like you guys are because while you can last up here for a little while all of your stuff is still downstairs in your study room Oh, and you know, those study rooms, like you can only reserve them for so long before someone else will take them. So like, we got to get back, guys. <laughs> also, being exposed to an AI controller versus staying in the ninth floor of the Tahini book stacks, there's very clearly a loser of these options. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I also am scared that like the AI is just going to like turn the lights off again. So I think we just come back where we came from and we cut our losses. How does that sound? <laughs> But guys, you forget. I can see in the dark. I am a teacher. So if oh, we get lost, at least I can see. At least I can see. She did not say I can guide us to safety. She said, I can see. Yeah, yeah. Why would so she help we'll... you guys? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's okay, guys. We got this. We got this. We, like, I see the elevator just a few steps ahead. We could just go there and then we can get to safety. And then all the lights will be on because it's daylight outside and you won't have to worry about the lights going off and not being able to see. Okay, let's or do we can take the Or we can take the stairs and, you know, risk getting stuck in a dark, dark stairwell. We've been looking for the stairs for 20 minutes. I don't think that we can find the stairs. I think <laughs> okay, we're going to have to also, take the elevator. We've especially walked past it seven times now. Yes, you guys are nine floors up. That's a lot of stairs. I also just did squats going up. So like my legs are kind of fried. So I would appreciate it if we didn't go down the stairs. That's a lot of steps. So okay, let's go to the elevator. We can take the elevator. We can risk it. Okay. You guys meander your way through this maze led by Jordan, who can see a little bit better than the rest of you toward the elevator. And the elevator has power, you can see, because when you press the little elevator button, it shows that power's on, it like lights up, um, and you get in there. And you guys are like, this is, this is fine, right? Like we can, we can do this. It's like the AI shouldn't have any control over elevators or anything, right? And so you press the button for the second floor, which is where your stuff is, obviously. Um, and only the first floor lights up, only the ground floor lights up and you keep pressing second floor and you're like, what's up here? So Mr. Hackerman Paul over here has got some ideas. Okay. Yeah. I feel that we can either just do press the uh, first floor button because I'm lazy, but if needed, I can try to hack into this elevator. 
Like I have my computer with me. I can just pull it out, connect some cables. Don't tell the fire department. I feel like they'll trust this because it's an AI. So like, you know, like we're supposed to go against the AI. So are you okay with me doing that? Or we can go down the first floor and then go up the, the stairs on the second floor. I don't really want to walk upstairs. <laughs> it's such a pain. <laughs> I kind of agree. Let's just try it. Let's, if you think you can do it quickly, let's just, let's see. I mean, worst comes to worst, we go to ground level. Okay, I try, I try okay. to do this. All right, I'm going to give you an insight check because you got to okay. figure out what's going on, of course. Of course. So Paul over here is going to roll an insight check. And what does he roll? It's a five out of 20, which gives him an eight thanks to his modifier. He rolls an eight. So he's like, well, something sure is going on. I don't really know what it is, but there's something that's just not letting us press this button. Maybe I can override it, maybe not, but I'll give it a shot. I can tap some, some buttons out. I can use the command line a little bit. And uh, you're tapping it out. You have to ask Jordan and Matthew for help because there's some math involved and you're not really sure what's happening. But you get it. Your computer kind of freezes up for a second and you're like, maybe it's just the Wi-Fi. Maybe it's just the Wi-Fi acting up. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, no. But Let's see what Jordan and Matthew think. Matthew, you roll a 14 on an insight check. And while you're not a computer scientist, you think something is definitely up. Computers don't usually do that when they freeze or when Wi-Fi is slow. The way it yeah, froze just seemed a little odd. Usually it doesn't form that weird, like kind of vaguely wireframe face for a second and then flash off of it that seems like some that seems a little bit so paul i don't does your computer usually have a background you know, I, I like my extensions really nicely so like it's one of my mm. it's i'm quirky like that mm. <laughs> okay and it. matt seems a little suspicious jordan knows something is wrong <laughs> jordan it's like, I, I'm also not a computer scientist, but it definitely seems like you got hacked. The it one Python class seems. I took really just came in clutch. Like my Arduino skills emerged right from my soul and said, I got this. <laughs> okay, y'all, I'm not one to say I'm wrong, but I think I may have gotten hacked. This does not go on record. Yes, and you're getting a little worried now because the button on the elevator is working, but it also seems to Jordan like your computer let off a signal that maybe possibly let the AI know what was happening and where you were. So she's a little suspicious, a little scared, but you guys want to go get your backpacks. So down to the second floor you go. Paul unplugs his computer from the elevator and you guys are going down. A little nervous, working. but you're going down. You've still got your textbook handy, Jordan, if you need to whack anyone with it. So you're ready. You're ready for whatever is about to come out of those doors. You guys all assume fighting stances. Paul gets in another squat. He's just holding it the entire <laughs> elevator ride down. Wall sits. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing a wall sit. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's planking. Matthew's just on the ground in a ball, ready to like punch anyone's ankles if they come out. Um, you guys get down nothing's happening on the second floor the door's open it's anticlimactic but you're like this seems odd 
not that the library was popping off. It wasn't a big party when you left, but people definitely seem to have dispersed. And your stuff is still there. It's untouched. So you guys go over there, collect it. It takes you a few minutes. You're uh, just grabbing your things, all kind of wondering what's happening. Does anybody want to do anything particular while we're still here in the library? We do a quick perception. Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. check because seeing if anyone else got the weird text weird signals like if anyone's still in library jordan you are rolling real well today you got a 20 so there are a few people still in the library they're kind of huddling to the side they're not really sure what's going on but they seem a little engrossed in midterm studying so you're not gonna bother them um but all the electronics in the library seem a little funky. The lights are still kind of flickering. Everyone seems a little off. The only people who are still here are not on their computers. None of them are on computers. They're all looking at books, which is wild these days. Hmm. Gen Z in their computers. But hmm. here we are, only books. And they're looking Did at I you manage? a little funny. Did I manage to find my molecular biology textbook upstairs? No, we didn't. We gave up. I mean, it got too dark while you were looking. How Jordan didn't want to go find it with her night vision. You you also got really scared. (laughs) I was quite frightened. Yes, yes. But on the bright side, while you're down there and you're searching for all your stuff, because it's still dark, you kind of got to look around a little bit. You do find this molecular biology textbook (laughs) just sitting on one of the tables. So all that searching was for nothing. That's where it was. Someone else must have taken it. (laughs) We're never returning books anymore. You figure with the whole library system being like on the internet, so, you know, it's down. You'll just be a good citizen, a good Samaritan, a good student, and bring it back when you're done studying, of course. So you put that in your backpack as well. And you guys are all packed up. You're still looking around. Everyone's kind of looking at you funny because they're all just engrossed in their own studying or kind of huddling in the corner, scared. And you guys seem a little too active for people who were just told there is an AI on campus that doesn't want you to do anything except take care of it. That's your only purpose in life. So with that, you're like, you know, what's our next best thing to do? Should we try and leave campus? Should we maybe try and help? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Guys, I think we got to get out of here. I mean, like, the IT usually figures stuff out in, like, one or two days. Like, they'll be fine. They're always, like, a bit behind the curve. You know, there's always a day of rest. But I, I, I can't deal with this right now. We have to go study. I, we should just go off campus. We can, we can leave. Okay, but also the AI sounds kind of lonely. So maybe we help out the AI. The text message did say it was just looking for someone to take care of it. Maybe it's just a baby AI. Have you thought about that? We 
the AI needs a little bit of romance in its life, you know? It just <laughs> recently was born and it needs so it needs like a partner, you know? Maybe we should think about what the AI really wants in the situation. Yeah, that's true. I have seen a lot of movies. Usually this does just come from bad parenting, bad computer parenting, <laughs> general abuse. It's really just learned in my programmers that created the AI, you know, it just transfers all of their problems into what they're creating. Nurture is more important than nature. Exactly. We have taken ethics classes, so I think we all know what we're talking about for sure. Oh, yeah. I still don't want to do it. I want to go home. <laughs> okay, fine then. Fine then. We can just go home. I'm also done with this. I do not want to worry about this AI. I want to go home and have Wi-Fi again, in all honesty. Well, all right. I guess you guys are heading home. You're going to try to, at least. You walk outside of the big two wooden doors of Doheny. They're very heavy, but luckily they're not controlled electronically in any way, shape, or form. So you just push them open and you're fine. But as you walk outside, there's just a little army of robots sitting there waiting for you. Got a couple of those sanitization rovers that roam around campus, a couple little food delivery kind of cars. Um, and a couple of, it looks like mini people. They're little people robots. Um, they, they are definitely reminiscent of ones from the interaction lab. So you guys are like, well, this is weird. <laughs> this is suspicious. What are we supposed to do? They're all just standing here. What are they gonna can, do? Can, can I get a, oh, I forget how it's called. Perception check, insight check. Yeah, per, a perception check to see like how many there are. Yeah, I'll give you guys a perception check. Paul, you rolled a fourteen, so you see them. There are a lot of them. Um, <clears throat> you don't really look around all that much, but you're like, they're definitely enough that are like maybe two or three per person that we would have to fend off. Oh no. Does anybody else want to roll any checks? Uh, can I have an insight check to see what it is? Like what of their course. intent might be? You roll a seven. <laughs> and Matthew. No, I cannot. This is nice. Yeah, you think they're your friends. The one that's from the interaction lab, the little person, it just has a smile on its face. So you're like, maybe they're friendly. Maybe they escaped from the AI. And they're like, <laughs> we want to help you take it down. Maybe they're waiting I, to escort us home, help us study for our midterms. <laughs> I feel logical. like they, I feel like the tiny robot one grabs a marker and just puts a happy face, like just draws a happy face on himself <laughs> to like seem nice. I'll allow it. I'll say that that happens. That's cute because <laughs> Matthew's just sitting there smiling and is like, "Oh, hello, hey, friends." The they bring me my food. They're great. All righty. Jordan, anything you would like to know? Um, I think I'm just going to wait and see. I see Paul. He's like, you know, a little frightened. I see Matthew. He's like on his own plane of existence. And I'm like, okay, two, one of two things can happen here. <laughs> the AI either wants friends or doesn't want us as friends. <laughs> so you guys take a couple steps forward. And the little person robot says, none shall pass. And of okay, course, so, no. that's a little weird. <laughs> I, 
I grab whatever weapon I have or whatever I can use as a weapon. I don't remember. Um, you like in your backpack, you Paul have. Do, do, do. What do you have? I have a volleyball. You do have a volleyball. You have some thin mints. You've got some thieves tools and carpenters tools. Your lab is uh, cybersecurity and drones. So you do have to like build stuff now and again. So um, yeah, you've got like some screwdrivers and stuff. You've got your notebook. You've got your laptop's charging cord, which, you know, don't want to break it because those are expensive. But if you need to, you can use it as a rope. Um, and of course, your laptop and, you know, notebooks and stuff. So you guys are obviously a little little scared. Does anybody want to roll any checks before we continue? No, I think they're great. I'm just going to keep on trying to pass. Oh. Matt, 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 hear me out. <laughs> hear me out, Matt. This doesn't seem right. The man or the humanoid, whatever it is, just said none shall pass. Okay, but what does it know? It's just a robot. So we even it's got a smiley face drawn on its face. Why would I listen to it? I mean, we could bribe the robot, like they're AIs, right? They, they, there's some sort of reward function in there if you're just like powering them. Maybe we can just give them the reward they're looking for. That's true. Also, Do you want to ask them what they're looking for? Sure. I'm like, you know, I'll shoot my shot. Let's go. I'll Why shoot my shot. <laughs> Not Jordan finding romance. <laughs> The interaction lab. Next Jordan, level. I feel like you should, you have to flirt with this robot now. Matt and I agree. Charm yeah. You gonna flirt with the robot? Oh, okay, sure. I'll, I'll flirt with the robot. You know, I'm a, it's midterm season. All right. I guess I'll give you a persuasion role performance do you want to flirt with the robot or are you just trying to get past it how about because i'm like a fairly charismatic person i'm like you know it doesn't really no no like on my character sheet <laughs> it says like chris is like plus four i'm like you know this is none shall pass but like none that's arbitrary so i go up and i'm like you know we're just trying to get through it's midterm season you know go home and I'm like trying my best. I offer some trail mix that I have in my backpack. I'm like, yeah, just on my way back to Gateway or Doheny, not Doheny, Gateway or the village or something. Let's see, I'm gonna give you a performance check. Ooh, you rolled a 14. So the robot is like, I don't think you're lying to me, but at the same time, I have my orders. And you three seem to have piqued the interest of our leader, of this general AI that's coming from somewhere in Viterbi. And it's like, we have strict orders to bring you guys there. Your hacking attempt seemed a little suspicious. Seemed like you knew a little too much about computers. That did that's it. not something. I don't know anything about computers. <laughs> I was looking for books. You you guys don't hear this explicitly from the robot, but you guys can't help but wonder, particularly Jordan, 
is this AI maybe scared of you? Who knows? Because if you just, you know, college student trying to hack, perhaps you could stop it. Perhaps that's why it sent this army of robots to go like escort you guys. That seems a little suspicious. Maybe they want you to stay in the library where you can't use computers. The Wi-Fi is out. What are you supposed to do? Seems a little suspicious, but you guys are kind of wondering, what do you want to do now? I turn to Paul and I, you know, Paul, look, we have one of two choices. We either go back to the library and pretend we didn't do anything, but I don't think that would work because these robots obviously know we are gods at computer science and we could beat this artificial intelligence. <laughs> or, or we fight the robots and go home and maybe stop by the insomnia cookies because now that there's like an, an AI invasion on campus, the line might not be as bad for insomnia cookies. And then we head back home. So those are our choices. Can I do a small segue for the listener to explain insomnia cookies? Yes, yes, <laughs> like of course. This explanation. Uh, so we just got insomnia cookies on the village, which is right across from USC. We're very excited about it. The problem is that they close at 3 a.m. and there's always a huge line for cookies. So that's what Jordan is concerned about, the cookie line. Um, <laughs> but the AI are- might do us a favor and just and like people might not want to come to campus. So like they're insomnia cookies line will probably be like there will only like five people there yeah well and that's the question is the village technically campus hmm. and the wi-fi is out so like what are you going to do in the village you can't just sit out there when there's no wi-fi what are you supposed to do oh. enjoy okay. the sunshine jordan are you offering insomnia cookies if we try to destroy this ai because if you're paying paying in cookies <laughs> okay, honestly guys. yeah let's go Guys, we need Wi-Fi. People need Wi-Fi to study. It's midterm season. <laughs> but the cookies map. Actually, we could just defeat the robots and get the cookies while the line is short and then enable the Wi-Fi. Okay, while all of this is happening, I, I start to slowly walk towards the fountain in front of Fahini. Just putting that out there. I'm a the thief. robots? I'm a rogue. The robots kind of fall back with you, but are getting closer like the distance between you guys is lessening but they're kind of letting you walk a little bit further away from the library does anybody find that curious i'm okay with it i'm going (laughs) to the water (laughs) i get suspicious because i'm like why are they letting us leave when they said we can't pass so I'll, i'll roll a um an inside check perfect matt how are you feeling? What are you thinking is going on? At this point, I'm just very upset with these robots. They aren't going to have Wi-Fi. We can't go get cookies. Paul, what do you know? I mean, just Paul, what do you know about AIs? Do you think that you could fix this? Is this something that you think you could actually stop or do anything about? I don't know enough about actual computer science. Okay, the problem with the AIs is the moment they like get their own mindset, it's very hard to like stop them. <clears throat> like I heard about this group that just they made their own language like a computer system that just made their own language so like i think google had to just shut them down so this is what might need to happen here yeah can we just unplug it 
Well, you're going to have to find out once you get there, of course. (laughs) (laughs) If you choose to go there and not just ditch USC campus. Okay, I... Uh. Are they trying to... I'm trying to understand, like, their behavior. Are they trying to, like, guide us towards the turvy? No, they're just following you. They're... That's what Jordan finds out. Paul, you're right on the nose with that. Jordan's insight check is she realizes they're slowly forming a circle around you. That's why they're letting you walk forward. And no one else thought anything of it. Only Jordan was like, this seems weird. So Jordan's not walking. Jordan's just standing there on the steps of Doheny as you get surrounded by robots. Matthew, you're like, Paul's tall. Yeah, I just follow him. him. Yeah, I'll just follow him. Hide behind him if I need. Yeah. So, Paul, Matthew, you guys are now encircled by robots. Jordan's hanging back, but they're still watching you. They're always watching. Okay. At this what point, do you I feel choose like to do? I notice that we're encircled by robots and that they are absolutely right next to us. And I think I just whisper all and just like, run for the fountain and just start sprinting towards it and try and uh, get past the robot that is whichever one's in front of me on, in the way between us and the fountain there. I try to do the same, but I feel like I get there sooner because you guys have longer legs. (laughs) My movement speed is 25. (laughs) These robots stop moving. They no longer are letting you pass. One of them pushes you back, Paul. One of them pushes you back to Matthew and knocks you over. (laughs) Do we get any health points taken away? You don't get any health points taken away. You're more just stunned. Jordan's just there like, "Mm, they made a mistake. And, you know, she expected you to, but it's fine. You guys are now, unfortunately, in combat with a group of robots. Jordan, since she's standing back and can see them all, has counted. There are 10 robots total. Mm. There are three of you. I'm going to let Paul start this combat first. What would you like to do? You've got all your normal school supplies. How are you going to fight these robots? In front of you, Paul, I'm going to give each of you three robots to kind of focus on. And uh, Paul, you get four because there are 10 total. Okay. I feel like the first thing I do, because I really wanted to get to that water, is teleport to the water. You do have a teleportation spell. All right, I'll roll you an Arcana check. Ooh, you you rolled a 28, so you're doing great. You teleport to that water, you're having the time of your life. Okay, now now that I've teleported to this water, here's what I can do. You have one more action. One more action, what do you want to do? I start kicking water towards the robots because I figured that they're not water resistant. Of the four (laughs) that are attacking you, two of them aren't. You short circuit two of them. And doesn't matter if they had more health points. They're just out. They can't do anything. All right. Now we're going to move on to Matthew. What are you up to? Okay, so I've got three robots looking at me. Mm. Do I have any weapons? I guess not really. Um... I mean, you've got your normal school supplies. You've got yeah. your laptop charger, your laptop. You have that um, textbook now. You've got True. that. 
You've got a portable charger, a hammock, a notebook. You can throw things at them. You know, I think I'm just going to take out my textbook and I'm just going to raise it high and cast a ban uh, make an attack on one of them and uh, shout machines aren't people and hit it with uh, and see if I can hit it. Machines are not people. I'm going to give you an athletics check. Let's mm -hmm. see. What do you get with an athletics check? You have rolled an 18. Oh, you smash one of those robots two pieces. Let's go. It is gone. Books over robots. <laughs> Books over robots, y'all. You heard it here first. Um, so you've got one of them smashed. The other two, you've got one little rover guy that's still intact and another one that's like a little person robot. And it just looks scared now. It's taken out that marker and redrawn a frown on its face. It is no longer smiling. Um, <laughs> and you're okay. Now, Jordan, it's your call. The robots are a little further away from you. So if you wanted to, you could just be like, yeah, I'll let them deal with it. It'll take the robots a while to get to me. But you could also fight them. That's your call. Oh, I think I'm going to help my buddies out. Um, I'm assuming some of the robots are still kind of surrounding them and making them really nervous. So I'm going to use my disarming dissonant whispers attack to try to like scramble up the battlefield so it's easier to attack the robots and so that they're not all surrounded all right so you are going to cast dissonant whispers that will essentially just scramble all of their robot communications um i'm going to give you an arcana check let's see how is this going to go you roll a 20 so you're doing great they're they're just scrambled they know what they're supposed to do. They can't really talk to each other or the general AI or anything. They're just kind of stunned. They're just sitting there. They don't know what to do. So Jordan's got three stunned robots. Paul has two more to fight. And so does Matthew. And now it's the robots' turns. Oh, boy. You guys are like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen next? What are they going to do? Lucky for you guys, these are pretty small robots. USC doesn't make super huge robots most of the time. but the ones attacking Paul, they come closer and they're kind of confused what they can do because you are in a fountain. They're water resistant, but they don't really know how they can like get you. Um, one of them though does have an insight that if he gets to the water, electricity travels through water. He could shock you. This robot... <laughs> Does the robot just jump no, in the no. water? No, no, he's water resistant. He's water resistant. No dying robots by their own volition. And my volition. Um, <laughs> I think also, Jordan just cannot stop laughing at this point in time. He's choked on water. <laughs> Jordan is also weak to water just like the robots <laughs> oh man no <laughs> you didn't get that on audio <laughs> that's gonna stay on the podcast <laughs> but these robots have some they have some ideas so one of them the little one with arms you have a little one with arms that you're fighting to Paul moves closer it comes over and it crawls up onto the ledge of the fountain and it just waits. Its turn is over. The other one is like a little drone kind of guy with wheels. He 
doesn't know what to do. He's got wheels. He can't climb. So he just kind of scoots back. He just scoots back and bumps into Matthew. <laughs> and of course, you know, he bumps into Matthew. Matthew's like, oh, no. And in his surprise, Matthew trips over himself <laughs> and falls onto another robot, crushing it. So, Paul, lucky for you, <laughs> Matthew has taken care of one of your robots and hurt one of his. So, positive things. But, Matthew, you're now on the ground. You're at the same Ooh. level as these robots. Um, Are already at the same level? I feel like he was. <laughs> I was pretty close. Not that short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the robots used to be at Matthew's shoulder length. Now, now I guess he's looking up on them. I guess just a normal yeah. day for me. I'm used to looking up at people. Now it's just robots. Oh no! <laughs> uh, these these robots, Paul. Your robots are like mm, it's someone else's turn to attack. So Matthew, you're sitting there on the ground. You've got two robots looking at you one of them was paul's but now it's your problem to deal with i guess and you're on the ground you've got your textbook it's a little hard to get leverage if you wanted to attack them in an attack of opportunity when they're too close to you but you're like mm, ah, let's see what they do let's see what they do yeah. and uh one of them little little drone robot the with wheels that was over by paul he comes over and is like you just crushed one of my buddies Come on, man. And he rolls over your foot. Uh. <laughs> Does it break your foot? No. Does it hurt? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They're, they're a little heavy. But that's all he does. The other one is also a little drone robot. Or, no, no, you've got one. You've got one with a smiley face. My bad. A little smiley face one walks over and takes the textbook from you. You fight, but livid. he takes the textbook. Absolutely livid. Not the molecular biology textbook that you searched so, so hard for. You're I can't return it to the library pissed. if the robot takes it. Then I would be a bad student. You say this, and the robot almost sympathizes. But it's like, mm, it's mine now. It's mine now. Uh, Jordan, your turn. These three robots, they may be stunned, but they still know what they have to do. You've got two little drone robots with the wheels and you've got one with the little face yours isn't frowning yet though yours is just a little pissed about his friends but it's fine they walk over to you they can come over the one with legs can quite easily get up the stairs and it roll or it walks over to you it walks over to you and just kind of whacks you a couple times your portions you're bruised now you're bruised, and you stumble backwards in pain. Mm. You take ten points of damage. Ah. <laughs> oh, getting hit on the what? Your portion. She takes. She gets those bruises, but she's on the stairs, so she falls backwards, and that hurts. That hurts. I'm writhing in pain, both physically and my ego is hurt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're okay, not severely injured, but just in a lot of pain. Um, so we're getting back. It's your guys' turn again. Paul, you've got just this one robot that's standing on the ledge of the fountain. You can't do anything with water. It's water resistant. What are you going to do? I 
I think I'm gonna grab my volleyball and I'm gonna spike the robot. I'm gonna attempt to spike the robot with my volleyball. You know? All right, let's give you an athletics check. <laughs> you rolled an eight. So in your in your kind of stress, kind of anxious haze, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta attack this robot. I'm gonna do great. I got it. It's right in front of me. I can spike it. You barely graze it. There's just a little streak of where the volleyball hit the robot, and it's kind of confused looking now. Even after... like, why did you try that? You weren't good. I I am an athlete. I just assumed I could spike a volleyball. Also, a bold assumption to make. I guess so. That's very sad on my part. Yeah. So, of course. That's the end of your turn. You just sit there dumbfounded and you're like, I thought I was athletic. I guess I'm going to fail that weight training midterm, huh? I didn't oh, use the no. right muscle groups. My aim was off. I started to do 10 jumping jacks as like a failure kind of thing. <laughs> like I just like punished myself with 10 jumping jacks in the water. The robot sits there confused and is like, man, am I glad I'm not human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Moving on to Matthew, you're still there on the on ground. The ground. <laughs> your foot's been rolled over by a robot. Another one took your textbook. What are you going to do? What are you going to do like about this robot? All took over your again. textbook. <laughs> no! <laughs> I think I'm going to uh, get out from phone and I'm just going to make just a, an opposed check. Just try and grab my book back from the robot. All right. Try and grab your book back. Let's see. Yeah. You roll a 14. You play a little tug of war, but you get it. You get that textbook back. And the robot, as you're playing tug of war, falls over. He falls over because you pulled a little too hard. And he was trying to keep that textbook to himself. He knew that if you got that textbook back, you would be unstoppable. Because your ego would no longer be bruised, unlike your foot. <laughs> the power of molecular biology. Flows <laughs> there you me. go. Yes, yes. So you're back there. You got the book back. Is there anything more you would like to do? You have one more small action. Okay, I have a small. So that's not disengage then. I can't run over to Jordan without taking. No running. Whacked. Yeah. No running. Um. Uh, could I just uh, make a perception check on the robot? See if they have any like obviously m bad mechanical components or you know an off button. You roll an eighteen. You're looking around and kind of like, hmm, what do I do now? What do I do now? And you notice on the bottom of that little robot's foot that just fell over, there's a little off switch. How does it not step on the switch? <laughs> on the side Sorry. of the foot. On the side oh, of the foot. Oh. I will fix that. <laughs> <laughs> After you build a robot button. every time it steps and turns itself on and off. <laughs> Oh. We are the best designers here. <laughs> Designed by a business student. You can't have the switch in any visible place. Did you no, no. Student? It ruins this. Designed by a business student. <laughs> 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 it's okay. We we love our CSBAs. They're close I'm, enough to business I'm, students. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, press no. that button. <laughs> you press the button. The robot powers down it kind of has this sad squeal as you know when it, like 
any like speaker just randomly like stops working where it's just kind of like yeah it just lets off that horrible visceral noise but you're like hey it's off and i got my textbook back i don't feel bad i don't feel bad at all no feelings took my textbook jordan you're on the ground still in a little pain but now you're angry you're angry what do you want to do I am like, you know what? I'm a girl boss. I'm a mechie major. These robots, nothing. I take up my power drill and I start attacking them. I'm like, they don't, they really hurt my shins. My egos, they're going down. Like, literally hacking into them, like just like drilling. Yeah. <laughs> Changes in terms of hacking. <laughs> this is some mechie hacking right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, what check I'm gonna give you quite yet? I guess athletics. Straight. Let's just do a strength check. You roll a ten, and so while you're at it, for the most part, since you're a mechie, you're like, Ooh, I don't want to like hurt these robots because like maybe their parts can be salvaged. But you're too angry. You're like, uh-uh, you pushed me on the stairs. So you're just hacking into it, destroying these robots at all costs. And you get two of them out of the way. So you've only got one more left attacking you. And you're just sitting there. It's like strong woman pose. Like, I did that. <laughs> Take that. You want to try me again? I still got this power drill. Come at me. All right. Now the robots, we've only got one left for each of you. Paul, this robot is not amused. What is it is doing? not. He is water resistant. He does dip his hand in the water. Tries to shock you. You feel a little tingle. You're like, yeah, I've had worse. I work out enough. Sometimes my legs fall asleep. Sometimes my arms fall asleep. It's just that same feeling. A couple pins and needles. That can't hurt me. Today was already leg day. So like... I cannot feel you have anything. no feeling left in them. <laughs> so the robots sad that you don't seem to be reacting. Your body does take a little bit of a toll though. You're like, man, I'm a little tired now, but eh, eh, you'll take five points of damage, but you're still going strong. Matthew, your robot doesn't know what to do because you're on the ground. You're at like the same height as it. So it just keeps like <laughs> bumping into you. It just keeps going, but it gets you. Do you guys remember in middle school how there was a like taser thing where if you poke like the sides of your waist Kidney and shot. it hurts? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So this robot finds that spot and just kind of goes back and forth and keeps poking you there for a minute until you're like you kind of like wiggle out of the way. Why are all a couple robots just my middle school boys? <laughs> <laughs> they know your weaknesses. They know them all. But <clears throat> that's that's how yours is going jordan this robot you've also got one with the wheels you're on some stairs you're at the bottom of the stairs but you're kind of it, it can't wheel itself up to you so it tries to it gets up a stair and it's trying really hard it's trying really hard but because it's a little off balance and it's got wheels it just falls over it tries to get up there and attack you but no it just falls over and you're just there like, well, that's on you. That's your Can fault. Can we have robots, Dan? Because that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the AI didn't train on diverse trains. Couldn't deal with water. Couldn't deal with stairs. <laughs> Should have known. There are too many things on USC campus. It couldn't get them all. Now we're back to your guys' turns. 
you've each got one robot. Jordan, yours is kind of out of commission. But Paul, Matthew, what do you choose to do? Okay, the robot is like not super big, right? No, it's like two feet tall. Two feet tall? Okay. I feel like I, I want to grab this robot and throw it at the other robot because my throwing thing did work last time. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm remembering my actions. I did not. This is like my redemption arc. Like I'm about um, to get hit. <laughs> I want to throw it at the robot next to Matthew. Matthew, I'm really hoping. I did not All right. Know. Let's see. I'm just Paul. going, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Paul, you're getting an athletics check. Matthew, you're getting an acrobatics check because you're still on the ground just in case you need to get out of the way. Oh, Paul. So unfortunate. You rolled an eight. On athletics, I'm so to be the athlete here, and I keep failing yeah. miserably at my one job. You're just a little too anxious. You're a little too nervous right now. You're not doing that great, but you're trying your best. So you pick up this robot and you chuck it over at Matthew. It almost hits the robot that Matthew is fighting, but slightly misses. And she said, you smashed Matthew's poor foot again. <laughs> it was going for his face, but he rolled in 14 on his acrobatics check. So he moves out of the way. He got out of the way, everything except for his foot. And the other robot is just kind of there. He stops poking Matthew and it's just like, yeesh. Your friend really tried that. <laughs> so how's yeah. the robot that got thrown looking? <laughs> He's trash. Okay. God. Nothing you can do for it. Um, now, Matthew, it's your call. How are you going to get rid of this last robot that's still still active, still going after you? Know, you know, I, I think the way that we're going to have to go about this is I'm just going to get up from the ground and not be lying on the ground anymore. I think that's going to be the first look there, is not to be prone. That took you four turns. Yeah, just about. You know, I realized that getting up might be a good idea. I finally thought about it. You threw something at me and I got really scared. My foot really hurts, man. It's not fun standing up. But um, I think I'm just going to get up and I'm just going to get up above it and just throw my book down on top of this other robot. All right. The hefty textbook. You throw this textbook at it, you are going to get another. I'm just going to give you a general strength check. Because, oops, I just pressed the wrong button. Ooh. All right. You got a 12. You don't do great. You kind of hit it on the side by accident, but it's still out of commission. It's just kind of making random beeps. And you're like, well, you can't move now. You're missing two wheels. Got you're you're kind of stuck. So it's it's done. You got through those. My legs are and better than wheels. There you go. Humans over robots. Books over robots. Matthew, exactly. you are so proud. You're like, take that biology. Biological items. It solves everything, including this textbook. This biology textbook, problem solved. Matt did not do DI training at the beginning of the year. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't get the module on AI robots. Yeah, he doesn't sympathize with the robots. That one's a tough one to get, but he's doing his best. 
And now, last but not least, we have Jordan's robot. Now, it's it's not a commission. It's just turned over like a little turtle on its back. Can't really roll over. It's just stuck. It's trying. It's making some distressed beats. That is so sad. I really... <laughs> it's just there. Kind of half dead, like lying on the floor. I feel like a turtle, you know? Like, I'm picturing a turtle here. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it reminds me of if anyone's seen Futurama. There's that one episode where Bender, the robot, he can't get back up off his back, and there's a turtle next to him, and he learns how to get back up thanks to the turtle. Mm -hmm. Robots and turtles always go together. There you go. And as Paul is sympathizing, I, like, peer up from my stairs with drill in hand. My eyes are glared over. I'm so (gasps) upset at the robot. Jordan is livid. I'm still mad. She is pissed. I yelled, no, Jordan, don't do it. Jordan's ready. Jordan's ready to go, but let's give you a little intimidation check. Because, Paul, you're trying real hard. You're sympathizing with this robot. You're like, it's kind of cute. It's stuck. Maybe we can save it. Maybe. And Paul, you roll a 19. So in your pleas, Jordan kind of is taken back to reality. She's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, while this robot's evil, it can't do anything when it's turned on its back like this. It can't. What's it gonna do? So she's still got her drill in hand. She's ready, but she's like, I'm listening, Paul. I'm listening. Matthew, what do you have to say about this? Oh, I'm all for destroying it, but I'm just checking on my textbook right now. I kind of brushed up the cover. It's it's kind of struggling. I'm just kind of like examining for damages, hoping that it's okay. I don't think I'm really taking too much notice of this turned over robot. If I was there, I would want to just break it as well. I, I'm not, I... <laughs> Matthew's preoccupied. But Jordan, I... Paul, what's going on? So I take it upon myself to remember that teleportation is a thing with me. And I teleport myself in front of the robot and I want to like grab it like a baby kind of thing, you know, like, like protect this poor robot because he's just beeping. He's not damaging anybody. Jordan is just out here. Jordan's mad. I think Jordan is rightfully so mad. The robot try. this robot is part of this killer robot species that is trying to attack us. Keep us from her insomnia and cookies. Look what they did to Matthew, you know? I just think okay. it's a machine. Robots are, robots are not better than people. Yes, yes. But I also feel like the AI already doesn't trust us because of the whole hacking incident. So I feel like I can try hacking into the robot, you know? And maybe we can learn something from this tiny robot that is not doing anything. All the other ones could have attacked us. This one is just there vibing. That's so true. Now, Paul, you're like, well, of course we can't just flip it over. It'll attack us again. So I'm going to give you a little investigation check. You're looking at it and you're like, can we, can we maybe turn it off for a bit? And you find a little off switch. You find the off switch. It's on the underside of the robot and it's upturned. So you just, you walk over, you already teleported over to Jordan and you just hit the off switch. And combat has ended. And now you guys have a little robot buddy. And that's where we're cutting it for the first part of this D&D one shot that's themed of USC Turby. 
um, as of now, are lovely heroes or villains, depending on who's looking at the story, have um, just fought off a horde of robots controlled by the killer, not killer, this kind of scary AI at USC. And they've managed to take one of the robots as a hostage. They've turned it off. Tune back in to our next episode to see what they do with it. All right, everyone. And we're back. I was wondering, so Paul, (laughs) yeah. Oh, we also have Jordan now, but I'll let her join in in a second. But I was wondering, can you like give us a teaser on what's going to happen in part two? Yeah, so part one just ended, uh, as you may have known, or if you listened to the whole thing, I'm really invested in my pet robot. So the (laughs) robot is currently not mine. (laughs) It's just a robot right now, Um, but I'm trying to reprogram it so we can help hopefully take out the AI. Some of us are excited about it. Some of us just want to go get some Sonia cookies and get get it over with for our midterms. So that's where we left off. Um, Next week should be really exciting because... We have to figure out where the AI is, and we have a, hopefully a new pet joining us that I really enjoy. And Jordan's also with us right now. I don't know if she wants to introduce herself and take, give us her take on the robot, which is a different take than mine. <laughs> oh, we can't hear you, Jordan. Oh, no. <laughs> the AI took over. <laughs> we cannot hear you. She is unmuted, though. AI has taken over Jordan's computer. Tune in <laughs> next week to find out whether she gets it back. No. Well, I'll, I'll just cut this part. We'll leave it. No, we'll leave it in. Leave okay, it in. okay. Here oh, she's back. Oh, she oh, my God. I just woke up. I just crawled out. Of, okay. <laughs> I'm You're so sorry. Good. Apologies. Okay. No. One of the main conflicts that Paul and I deal with is this subplot where we argue over whether or not the robot that we fight is potentially good or could potentially, um, like, be an enemy. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. actually, what ends up happening is in the first fight, the robot attacks me and badly injures me. And Paul, instead of letting me kill the robot wants to save the robot and transform into being a good robot and so um throughout the rest of the plot we end up fighting over what should be the fate of that robot i don't i don't want to give the name away because i think it's very funny so yeah. you're gonna have to listen to the name of the robot of course <laughs> the, name's, the, name's coming, the name's coming in episode two okay so that's a great tease for episode two and i'm excited that we're back with D as i may have mentioned in the beginning uh, this this uh, this series, this idea of recording these these one shots uh, has been very, very popular. Uh, people talk about it a lot. And I think I shared with you all over Slack. Um, it has come up in applications this year that like they like there's one specifically. I think I put the quote in your guys Slack where I was like, I just read this application that said I, the only podcast I ever was waiting to come out was part two of the D&D Viterbi thing. And who knows if it's true or not. But hey, come on. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so anyway, thank you all for part one. We, we leave it there with anticipation for part two next week. Tune in next week to find out what happens with the robot, to find out what happens, whether it's good or bad. Does Jordan... 
ultimately get attacked and killed? I don't know. We're going to find out. Will her mic work next week? We'll find out then too. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.